Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Happy Wednesday, everybody. So excited to welcome you back to another episode. So had a request for a podcast topic, so I'm just going to read it out. Uh, The request was... I would like to definitely manifest my ideal client who aligns with the way I work, but also being confident in talking about things like chakras and manifesting and crystals without feeling like it's woo-woo stuff, you know? (laughs) So um, I think this is such a great topic because it's one that uh, really brings me back to my point of difference, which is absolutely using all of these things uh, in business in private practice Uh, and of course sometimes we can absolutely use these things with clients as well. So I want to begin by looking at um, how we manifest our ideal client. Now this is such a big topic and oh I could talk about this for days. Um, Manifesting is something that we're all doing all the time anyway. Some of us do it intentionally and consciously. We're creating things. Um, Others of us just aren't aware that we're always doing it. To manifest simply means that you're bringing something into your world. You're bringing something into your reality. And these can be really simple things. It's not necessarily all magical and and woo-woo. For example, I had an idea this morning that I really wanted coffee. (laughs) As I went and made coffee, and look, I can say, here's my coffee. It's out here in the 3D world. I've manifested this coffee. That's how simple it is. That's all manifestation is. It's whatever you're experiencing in the world around you. And so when we're talking about our private practice, the things that you experience in your private practice are a direct manifestation of your past thoughts, feelings, and behaviors kind of sounds a little bit like CBT, doesn't it? Um, CBT is all about thoughts, feelings, actions, behaviors, consequences, (laughs) things like that. You know, I studied CBT so much when I, you know, I used it to write my PhD. Um, And for me, manifesting is very aligned with CBT, though psychologists in general aren't very comfortable with with that whole idea because there's a lot of misunderstanding um, out there around what what manifesting really is. Uh, In psychology or in counseling, you could also refer to manifesting as, you know, goal setting. It's something that we do that's very, very intentional. The difference between um, a CBT approach, for example, um, to, to bring something into your reality, whether that's winning the gold in your next race, whether it's getting the promotion, whether it's getting the girl, what, whatever it is, getting the house, getting the, the next holiday, making the money, whatever it is, is, you know, 
it's concrete in that there's going to be action steps that you take and you have to believe this sort of thing and you have to believe it in this kind of way etc etc there's no space in cbt for giving i don't know if the words power and control or what i mean but giving space to the space you know giving space to the pause giving space to the unknown there's there's no there's none of that in cbt and i think that's the main difference when we're talking about manifesting we talk about you know what's your mindset like at the moment meaning what are your beliefs um that's always the first step once that's been unpacked then we say okay well in order to bring this into your reality or to create this outcome for yourself to achieve this goal for yourself what steps do you need to take and so you take steps that are aligned with that vision becoming real in your world Um, and then what happens and here's where there's that little bit of a deviation from cbt cbt will say well just keep on doing what you're doing and and you'll get there in the end um manifesting says and now you've taken the aligned action you don't need to worry about the how you can release the how you can let go of the how you can go along your merry way and just wait you've you've done all that you can do and now it's just a matter of waiting and what will come to you will be what's divinely meant for you or something better so that's the bit of difference when you compare an evidence-based approach with something like manifesting and that's not to say there isn't any evidence that manifesting works because we all know there is Um, I'm talking about you know we talk about empirical research when we're in the medical model but you'll never find manifesting um, you know to have empirical research and clinical trials and stuff like that because it's not part of the medical model (laughs) there's a reason why some things are in the medical model and usually they're financial Um, the background of cbt for example for for being approved by the by the medical model was because it meant that insurance companies could pay less to practitioners to provide therapy and treatments to their members because cbt um, had a clinically demonstrated success rate of getting people um, highly desirable outcomes much more quickly than other therapies which were going to take longer than six sessions or 10 sessions so it was purely based on cost (laughs) Um, and that's why you won't find manifesting in um, uh, yeah in in the medical model that's the difference that's what I want you to understand so when it comes to manifesting your ideal client the first thing is to understand of course who your ideal client is who is your dreamiest person that you want to work with Um, and this doesn't mean that the client's going to be in a dreamy optimistic state if this is talking about who feels most aligned for you to work with now Um, like who would your dream client be now it could be somebody that has trauma it could be somebody that has anything Um, But you need to identify who that person is so that we can start to set things up to call them in. Um, The other thing is, or moving on from that, once you've got that, we need to look at your mindset. And here, it's not about, oh, yes, I think I can work with them. Here, we want to talk about, well, what are you telling yourself about 
how hard or how easy it's going to be to call these clients in. What are you telling yourself about marketing? What are you telling yourself about doing a Facebook Live? What are you telling yourself about your fee? All of those sorts of things come under that umbrella of mindset because we need to make sure that your mindset is aligned because here's the thing, everything has energy. So I'm looking at my desk now, I've got my Mac here, I've got my iPhone, I've got all my crystals, I've got my lemon quartz, I've got my almond milk coffee here, I've got my copper water bottle, I've got my candles with the crystals in, everything. All of those things are energy and they're all vibrating and we know this scientifically, right? We've heard of atoms before. So there's atoms and protons and electrons and all this sort of stuff and at its very, very core, nothing is solid Everything is a collection of vibrating atoms that are all moving at the same time. Everything's energy is what I'm saying. So even the thoughts that you have are energy in and of themselves and they also move energy, okay? And so this is important when it comes to um, your mindset because if you have a desire to work with a particular client, like maybe I really, 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 really want to work with um, clients that are starting their private practice or they want to call in more clients to their private practice. But in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to enroll anyone. No one will ever work with me. Um, You know, no one will ever pay this fee. Um, Well, then when I go to market myself, there's going to be an energy attached to that, um, whether I'm consciously aware of it or not. And that's then going to have a domino effect for the type of people that I attract or the opposite, repel, right? Some people are going to be really put off by that energy and say, well, look, if she's not even confident she can help me, why would I go and work with her? Um, Or if she's not backing her fee, if she's been apologetic about her fee and things like that, why would I even go and work with her? So this is what happens and this is why we need to check different areas of your mindset first. And if there are things there that need to be, you know, tweaked, changed, um, processed, corrected, whatever you like to use in, in terms of, you know what I mean, like making it better, um, we need to do that work first. So that's where the inner work comes in. From there, um, what we really want to do is take aligned action. So if you need to um, take aligned action to call in clients, what would that look like for you? And that's going to be different for everybody, but it may look like creating space in your diary. And you might, you might say, oh, well, I've already got an empty diary and it's just waiting. Okay, so what else can you do that's going to, um, you know, let the universe know that this space is available? Do you need to make an announcement that you have space available? Um, do you need to put other things in your diary, like your leave, like your lunch, like your dinner, like school drop off and pick up, start to put little things in your diary around work so that then the universe says, oh, okay, she's got appointments uh, at these times on these days. Okay. Little things like that, taking aligned action will help. Think about, you know, how is my, how am I being like a lighthouse for my clients? How am I letting my clients find me um you know do i have a website or uh, do i have a youtube channel or however do i have a psychology today profile if that's how you're planning on them finding you 
but you need to be able to show up where your clients are most likely to find you. And one of the things that I share with the ladies in the um, clients on demand and in the inner circle is you only need to master one place. Okay. You don't need to be everywhere. Just make it easy for yourself. Master one place first. Okay. Um, so really think about that, you know, how, what's the easiest way for me to be found by my clients. Um, and then after that, it's just a matter of, you know, releasing and letting go. And it's just saying, you know, I know that there's an abundance of clients out there waiting to work with me, waiting to book in with me. I know I've got my energy right. I know I've got my mindset right. I know I've taken all the aligned action. And now, um, I'm just going to wait, you know, I'll, I'll just keep monitoring things. I'll keep doing what I'm doing and I'm just going to wait and I'm going to trust that the right clients are going to come to me or the right opportunities are now going to come to me or something better. Okay. So when we're manifesting, we're being intentional. And in fact, we use the word intention a lot in manifesting because it's a way of focusing our energy and whatever we bring into our awareness we are going to see more of so if you're going to um you know see that you're working on calling in clients then you're going to start to see more and more clients connecting with you in your world in some way shape or form the other thing that I want you to be aware of too is the um, energetic vibration or the frequency that you put out when you say things like, I only have two clients this week or I only have two clients today. When you're saying that the energy is low, the frequency is low and you're becoming a vibrational match for more low frequency, low energy things. And it's going to create a domino effect, like a snowball, a snowballing of unwanted things, you know, things you're not happy about. A simple way to flip this around is to say, I am so excited to be working with these two clients. I I can't wait to work with these two clients and here's why. And then after you've seen them, you know, um, spend time in gratitude practice for them. Oh, I really loved working with this first client because and, and this is why and here's how I felt and um, here's what I'm looking forward to and do that for the second client as well. And you will start to attract more clients like those into your private practice. This is how it works. You have to become an energetic match for the clients that you want to call into your private practice. If you want to call into your client, if you want to call into your practice clients that um, pay their fees um, and they pay them on time, then you also need to be a client yourself that pays their fees on time, whether that's to your supervisor or your mentor or your coach or in your groups or, or wherever you are. If you want to call in clients that do the work, um, then you need to become a client that does the work. If you want to call in clients that um, are motivated, then you need to be motivated as a client with people that you engage to work with. Um, if you want respect, then you need to show respect. It's all those kinds of things. Um, this is the, the idea or the concept of um, vibrational matching. Okay. 
Um, and now just to get on to the second part of that question, which was about being confident in talking about chakras and, and crystals and manifesting. Um, I think when you're working with your dream client, that's not even going to be an issue because it's likely from the person who sent in this question that if you're into that, you already are your dream client and that's what you're going to be a vibrational match for. So I don't think you really have anything to worry about there um, in terms of working with your clients. I think your clients are just naturally going to gravitate to you for those things, not despite them. I think, um, you know, just be aware of the stories that you're perhaps running in your mind around um, perhaps your marketing. Maybe you're saying, oh, what if somebody sees it and somebody thinks it's too woo? Um, I would encourage you to dive deeper with that and really unpack it for yourself. Like what does too woo even mean? What are you making woo mean? Like, you know, are you apologizing for it? Are you making it feel like it's something it's not? Are you making it feel like it's a bad thing that you should be hiding? Um, like, what are you actually worried about? And where is that coming from? Where is that stemming from? Um, and is it an old belief or is it um, a belief that you can let go of now? And, you know, in letting go, recognize what will now become available to you as you move forward. So it's a whole process around that. Um, marketing is such a big thing and that's why we've got clients on demand. <laughs> um, so it's probably something to explore a little bit more in, you know, maybe get some one-on-one -on -one help with that, but, um, or a marketing program will help you with the mindset around that. But yeah, I guess that's my first thing, like, really listen to the stories that you're telling yourself because here's the thing everything is neutral okay everything is neutral um being able to speak about the woo in private practice is neutral it's not good it's not bad it's only going to have um an energy of goodness or badness around it when you bring that energy to it so in that way it's something you've definitely got control over um if you feel confident talking about those things then it's not going to be a problem if you don't feel confident talking about those things don't talk about them then because what's going to happen is you will detract from your message and you won't attract the clients that you really 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 want to have okay so that's just a few off the top of my head thoughts around responding to that question but um if you have any other ideas around it, don't hesitate to reach out, um, come and connect in the groups. We've got the Counselors Connect Australia group and also uh, Australian Counselors in Private Practice Online. For those of you who are in private practice, uh, you might also like to come along to the Success Hub where we have like this community I think there's 150 people in it now I think they're nearly all women um, and we have like monthly circles we, we get together and we talk about the private practice and what's happening and it's super supportive it's a really beautiful community and there are loads of resources to help you make sure that you're dotting I's and crossing T's for your private practice so you might want to check that out it's called the private practice with soul success hub um, and there is a website 
website. It's just called the Private Practice Success Hub.com. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes in case you do want to go and check it out. So thank you so much for the suggestion. If you have something that you'd like me to unpack on the Private Practice with Soul podcast, please feel free to send it through. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a happy Wednesday and I'll talk to you on Saturday. Bye everyone. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.